We want to welcome all of our listeners to the 24th episode of Minority Report with Eric and Corral. Each episode, we talk with real operators and leaders in digital media. And today, we're going to do something a little bit different. Joining us for the second time, we've got Dennis Colon, SVP of Operations and Strategy of Viacom CBS, joining us to talk about an interesting and important subject. How are you doing, Dennis? Welcome. Hey, guys. Happy to be here. We want to talk a little bit about some recent headlines and the death of Kobe Bryant. And it seems to be a real important topic. It's transcended all other news. In fact, according to Axios's Media Trends by Sarah Fisher, uh, was actually the top story of the week. And it actually surpassed the coronavirus news, impeachment news, Super Bowl news, the Grammys, and the Iowa caucuses. So we feel like it's an important subject to talk about because there's obviously so much news that folks can consume today, but this is a little bit different. This is really emotional news. So we're going to dive into the topics and explore some of what Kobe talked about often, which is he loved being a father of girls. So Corel, Dennis, myself, we're all fathers of girls, and we'd like to explore that a little bit more. So Corel, tell me what it is about being a father of girls in today's world, which makes it such a great experience. Yeah. So, you know, from, from my perspective, I think, uh, when you just talk about in, in, in general, uh, kids growing up today, it's just completely different than when we all grew up, right? There's so many different things that they sort of have at their disposal, whether it's technology, uh, news and information, right? I, I feel like the kids today are much more informed uh, than they were when, when we were growing up. And I feel like from from a from a female perspective, from a girl perspective, I think that's an awesome thing. Right. I think if you look at sort of the how uh, women are highlighted in terms of their success, whether it be in business, whether it be in sports, there's so many um, role models that they have to look at as well, too. And girls are just super smart, which I think is just fun. So from my perspective, that that's what makes it such a great experience being a father today. Dennis, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, no, I, I agree with, you know, uh, almost everything you said. <laughs> I would add, you know, like it's very interesting to be a dad today with a, a group. You know, my, my girls have grown up in this digital age. Yeah. They don't they don't know what it is not to have access the right. way they have access. Mm-hmm. And in what better time than to raise them up and and acknowledge you know, everything that women do in this world consistently on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. where, you know, we focus on, on business and all those achievements, which are super important, but, you know, throughout everyone's day-to-day life, you know, the, the women or the girls around you are such a vital piece of that. And it's always exciting. It's always exciting, you know, to hear my daughters either overcome something or actually just walk into it and have, you know, have the ability to stand equally next to other people. So I'm always excited to see that. It, it's it's the best. You know, I have two girls. I have an 18-year-old starting her second semester in college and a 13-year-old, you know, going into high school. So 
it's such a pivotal time for them. Yeah. But as well as women in general, so it's 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 just amazing. Yeah, and I and I think to to that point, right? Like we should make it clear to the to the audience that all of us are are dads of of girls, but all of our girls are at different stages. Right? <laughs> yes. like, like you said, you have one in in college and one getting ready to go to high school. Uh, I have an eleven year old and a, a, a two year old, and Eric, you have twin girls that are eight. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. We, we're covering all of the, the sort of, you know, different uh, groups where they learn very differently at all those ages. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it's interesting. I've been, I've been thinking about it a little bit, you know, in terms of today's world and, and what makes it such a great experience. And I often think a lot about just what I do every day with them. And, you know, I, 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 I take my girls to school every day. I walk them into class. I try to be you know, really, really present. And I feel like today there's a, a, a wider or greater acceptance by society sort of overall to be able to connect with my daughters on, on new levels. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, I feel like you know, if, if we rewound back to the 50s and 60s, you know, I, I wouldn't be taking them to class. You know, there would be someone else doing that. And I look around me and I'm not the only dad that's doing it too. And I think it's really cool. You know, I think that, you know, dads, uh, you know, sort of are, are very different and very present in different ways today that, that just didn't exist before. And, and I also think that, you know, we have the ability to talk about our feelings and emotions. And I think that's really important with my young daughters. I can be empathic. I can, you know, not be sort of like the stoic sort of male character that I feel like, you know, is true in a lot of cultures and, you know, transcends, you know, continents and where you come from, where, you know, often, you know, men play a different sort of role. And, 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 uh, I, I really enjoy being able to be different with my daughters. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with you on that point. And, you know, the, the one thing that I'm, I'm proud about from, from being a, you know, a dad and, and with my girls is I, I genuinely care about what they do, right. It's not just about sort of, saying, how did you do a school today? And and then that's it, right? No, I, I, I'm super interested in uh, what my girls are doing. And the cool thing about it is too, is, is at least for my 11 year old, cause she can understand it better, right? She's super interested in, in what I do, right? And maybe not necessarily from uh, my day-to-day work, but she knows about this podcast and, and she loves hearing about us talking about sort of diversity and the topics around that too. So uh, yeah, I mean, that that's super important. And, and uh, you know, just caring about what your girls are doing every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think I think a big piece of it, we we're talking about this scenario and, and you know, our, our daughters, but barriers are being you know removed, but they're also being removed from from the parents. You know, we're, we're allowed to switch traditional roles, which may may work for certain couples or, or, or partners. And, and it's a it's a big learning, you know, exercise for, for males mm-hmm. who are, who are, who were taught a certain way, like all that's out the window. And I, you know, my, my approach with my girls is to kind of see how they react to things and, and work on, work on it with them at that level mm-hmm. where, you know, it's not a necessarily a one-sided, you know, approach. So it's, if they're interested in you know, learning about what I do or, or having a conversation about topics, I let them, I let them lead, 
you know, and I, I think that's a big part of, you know, how I want to raise them where they're not necessarily asking for permission. You know, they're not concerned with bringing something up, you know, they're, they're very vocal and they will, they will talk to whoever they need to. You know, I joke around all the time with my friends and families. Like I taught my girls to question everyone and everything whenever they feel like it. Mm -hmm. And we just forgot to tell them not to question us yeah. jokingly because, <laughs> you know, like it's, it's powerful, you know, it, it, it's, it's, it's so empowering to them. And it's things like that, that they, they won't notice until they're, they're grown. I see it now with my oldest daughter in college. Right. right. You know, you see all mm -hmm. that effort pay off when she's handling things on her own and, you know, really coming into her own as, as a woman and, you know, as, as a smart woman who's going to be capable, who's not going to need anything from anyone. Mm -hmm. And when she does, she'll ask, mm -hmm. which is the best part. Yeah. You know? I'm interested to get uh, both of your opinions on, on one thing. So I, I, when we first had our, our, our oldest daughter, right. I think having, being a dad and having a girl, changed sort of my outlook on the world a little bit, right? And and what I mean by that is I think it made me more conscious of the struggle that women have in the world, right? And not that I wasn't appreciative of my mom or my wife or or you know just women in general, but I think it does raise the level of awareness when you have girls, right? And so it certainly did for me. Right. Uh, it certainly did for me in terms of my day to day at work and my management style and, and just being sort of just aware. Right. Uh, of the struggles that women have, especially in the business world. Right. And curious to get both of your perspectives, if if that was the case with you both when when you first had had daughters. Definitely raises the level. I think once you have a child that just raises the level in general. Yeah. Uh, I feel like my career, like skyrocketed because I, I find, you know, I was in a situation where I had to take care of a life mm -hmm. and that, that just, if that doesn't change you, then I don't know what can. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, the add on the fact that, you know, it's, it's, it's a girl and I come from a, a family of many strong women. Mm -hmm. So I always felt like I, I understood, but just having my, my, my baby girls, you know, it definitely changed my perspective. Yeah. And I, and I think, it changed it in a way where I looked to not have any barriers with any interactions, whether professionally or personally with women, not make expectations. I'm sure you guys feel this way. You have your baby and all you want to do is protect her. Right. You want to make sure nothing happens. Yeah. And I try to take the opposite approach where I protected her, but let them do things so that there's no question of her belonging where she's at, whether she's with boys Mm -hmm. girls, you know, like, I, I feel like I did that process. You know how they, everyone speaks about like girls and things they have to deal with, like maybe forcing them to hug someone or have a conversation with people. Mm -hmm. I've never pushed that on my girls. I, I don't know if it was an instinct or what, Yeah, but just, I decided when I had Maya that she's going to have every opportunity that every boy or anyone else has. Right. And I'm just going to focus on that. Right. Right. Whether it's against my instinct or not, that's what I was going to focus on. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, when you realize that you have someone or people who look up to you and you're everything for them. Right. So they need to learn everything from you. And early on, 
it's the most basic things, you know, how to, how to crawl, how to walk, how to eat. Uh, it's an incredible, incredible process. And I think through that, you change, right? And you start to realize that you're the greatest model for them. And you have to do your best to show them how to be, you know, that's a reflection often of, of, of you. And we always took that really uh, very seriously. And, and, and I think also when my daughters were born, they were premature. They literally weighed three and a half pounds each. You know, I, I just felt a tremendous sense of, of protecting them and, and making sure they became strong and healthy and, and they are. I mean, like, you know, I'm making it sound like they were fragile and weak. I mean, they're not, and they never were. I mean, humans, babies are tough. They're tougher than you think they are, right? So, but that that starting point for me, I, I felt like, you know, I, I have to help them, you know, get to be strong. And uh, we took that sense of duty very, very seriously. So, but uh, I I think, you know, what, what they... What they're experiencing now is so unique, and and I just can't wait to see, you know, how they develop into you know young ladies and and start to move into the age groups like your daughters. Yeah, yeah, no, um, we all have exciting times ahead watching yes. our daughters grow up, and you know, um, obviously we're having this conversation because of of the tragic death of of Kobe Bryant and and everyone else that was on that that helicopter, right? You know, one of the things that uh, stood out about Kobe was being a dad and teaching his daughter the game of basketball because uh, she wanted to learn it. It was a passion of hers, right? And, you know, you hear so much about when when guys have boys, right? The immediate thought is like, okay, uh, you have a son now, you got to teach him sports, but you know, girls play a lot of sports, too. And I know, you know, all three of us, again, have girls that uh, are heavily into into sports and, and playing sports. And so, you know, I want to I want to have that conversation with you guys about girls in sports, how you support your daughters in, in that. I You know, I will tell you that my oldest 11, I was she she's 11. I was surprised that she came to me this year and told me she wanted to try out for her middle school soccer team because she had played soccer when she was little, then quit and now got back into it. I didn't force her into doing that. That was something she wanted to do. I was super proud of her for going out for the team, making the team and committing to sort of learn how to play the sport. And I think, you know, sports are something that you can always have a connection with someone on. Right. And I feel this year, my daughter being in, in sixth grade, right, our connection was a bit deeper during the fall season because she was playing soccer, because we sort of share that interest. So obviously super supportive of her, helping her kind of uh, learn the game. But it was also sort of another level in which we could connect, in which she could also uh, prove that she could, you know, do something just as good as a boy. So I was super proud of her. And, you know, just want to open up to you guys as well. That's awesome. Yeah, I um, it's interesting. My 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 girls are in Taekwondo, and I was very proud of them. Where uh, just uh, last month they received their high red belt, and you know they're not too far away from reaching you know th- their black belts. And great, you know, 
Yeah, it, it's it's amazing because I, I have no real connection to to that other than, you know, at first it started off as, uh, as almost like an after school program and it's very popular in, in, in the area where I live. But to, to see them grow and be able to achieve all the different levels that they've been able to get to is, is just fantastic. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of Saturdays, there's a lot of, you know, commitment from from their end you know we we, we've never forced them to do anything that they didn't want to do but i'm I'm so proud to see them to be able to commit to something and achieve high levels uh of that and 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 it just makes me extremely proud yeah no that's that's amazing you know um so my girls have been involved in um sports soccer track martial arts um from very early ages and what I love about it is, you know, I've, I've always been involved in sports as a kid growing up. I learned a lot from them and, you know, I, I never was interested in soccer or anything like that. And, um, you know, when Maya, my oldest wanted to play and she started playing, I, I took it upon myself to learn from her everything she, you know, was learning about soccer. And, um, it was, it was just a really great experience. We, we, we spent a lot of time teaching our kids and when it comes to sports, I may have taught them how to be a, a good winner and, more importantly, a better loser. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's super important. And that's one of my favorite things about sports. Yeah. It's easy to win, but it's really hard to lose. And to to overcome that is right. is, is is just pure strength. So I, that's a good point. I, I, I love that aspect of it. And then the martial arts, they, you know, they're, they're both black belts and very inspiring to the point where... My wife and I joined martial arts because of our daughters. Mm. You know, um, during their tests, they both they both have major injuries, which slowed down their testing. My oldest daughter tore a muscle in her ankle. Um, Sophia broke her elbow um, during it. And they literally, they were back on the mat within six months getting their black belts. Mm. And there's a point when you're, you know, the school we go to where they ask everyone, what inspired you to join? Right. And I'm so proud that my wife and I were on the mat and we were like, we were inspired by our girls. The fact that they they stuck with this, they had injuries, they could have quit, they could have stopped because they basically have the skill of a black belt, but didn't have the, you know, the the belt. And they were like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to complete this. And it was so inspiring that we joined my wife and I, I'm, you know, my wife's a brown belt. I'm brown belt. Like we're looking to do it as well and get our black belts. And I find inspiration from them on so many levels. But this was almost like a, a peer-to-peer inspiration. You know, they're mm. they're actively doing something. They're not quitting. They're pushing themselves. It was just awe. I was in awe of them, as I am many days, <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. it was It was just impressive, you know. And they take that with them everywhere they go. Nice, nice. So um, one final question, and I'll start with you, Eric. If there's anyone out there in our space listening to this podcast and maybe is about to become a girl dad, what piece of advice would you give them? It's interesting. Um, you know, we, we, we think a lot about, you know, all this time that they're with you and, you know, how to teach them to do the right things and you know, be good citizens and be good people. And so, you know, I think some of my advice I would, I would pass on is, you know, when, when you 
when you have your kids, you're, you're often so worried about what's going to happen when they're not with you. And even at a young age, you know, you see sometimes I, I, mean, I remember, you know, it was a little bit different. I think the parenting styles, you know, as I was growing up, but you know, I could go and be out and, and I didn't have to be just a hundred feet away from my parents, you know? And what I've learned now is that, you know, you have to get comfortable knowing that your kids are going to do the right things. They're going to be good. They're going to be all the things you want them to be um, and trust them, you know, when they're not present and, and, and they'll practice what they've learned from you. And it's an interesting thing trying to release and let go of, you know, not having them all, you know, around all the time. And, and I, I'd pass on, you know, start to trust and develop, you know, that your kids are, are, are going to be okay when, you know, you're, you're, you're not just around them. Yeah, no, that's that's good advice. I mean, yeah, yeah, my daughter's in college. It's it's very difficult. (laughs) It's certainly uh, easier said than done. That's for sure. Come back to this. That's for sure. Um, You know, I I think the one piece of advice I would give, which is also easier said than done, but it's it's something that I use at work from a management perspective, which is listening. Right, I, I try to. I try to listen more than than I talk. And I think now more than ever in today's day and age, right, really listening to your kids uh, and and hear them and understand what they're saying, I think is a great way to 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 build relationships with them and then, uh, you know, point them in the right direction. So that that would be my advice mm-hmm. for, for me. I think it's a, it's a few things, especially my girls being older, like gone through a lot. I would say something my wife, you know, has put you know, in front of me and told me is acknowledge their feelings. You know, mm-hmm. it's a very important thing to do in life for anyone, but especially, you know, your, your, your children. The, the other piece I would say, especially with two kids, you know, is there's no, there's no plan. There's no, there's no like playbook. Right. You know, you've got to treat each, each girl individually and like understand, you know, how they, how they operate, so to speak. And, um, and really try to, you know, tailor how you address them and work with them based on on that. I think that's probably one of the most important things outside of listening and acknowledging their feelings. Because at the end of the day, for me, when they're looking back on their lives, my goal as a parent is for them to have made more right choices than wrong right, ones, yeah. right? And like, that's that's really what I'm, I'm aspiring for them to do and, and really think about people. You know, when they're making those choices. Yeah. So like that's that's the advice I would give, you know, to any new parent, you know. Well, thanks everyone for joining us. Dennis, thank you so much for for helping us to cover uh, a really interesting topic. And uh, Dennis, if anyone wants to continue talking with you, uh, how can they find you? You can find me on LinkedIn. Just search Dennis Cologne. Um, I think that would probably be the best way to reach out to me. I'm active there. And um, sure. Yeah. Excellent. Well, thanks everyone for listening. You can find us where you access all of your audio and podcasts. Just search for Minority Report Podcast. Thanks. Thanks.